Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to the penny bloom podcast it is i colton robertson and today i am joined by joseph george what's up homie oh what up what up always a pleasure to be here oh and it's always a pleasure to have you and it's been three weeks three weeks have passed since last we spoke last of us Mm. far too long you know far too long but let's it sit let's been a long long time if Mm -hmm. you will Oh no, 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 oh, not no. again. Not again. We're past oh, that, no. I thought. We're past yeah. that. <laughs> but, no, yeah, we're talking episodes four, five, and six today. We're not going to make it as lengthy as the episodes one through three. It was kind of the freshness of the series. We were very excited mm-hmm. about it. It was three really good episodes, and the third one specifically knocked us on our ass. Not to say that these don't hold up. These are insanely good, but I'm going to do my best to make sure y'all don't have to listen to us talk about three episodes of television for three hours. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try and limit ourselves a little bit more. So we won't be doing Sicene. We're going to do more what we do with uh, the Bad Batch coverage, where we just kind of talk about the episodes at large. It works especially, uh, specifically for episodes four through six, because four and five are, are a little brother-sister brother sister episode duo. You know, we're going to be able to talk. Mm. Uh, please hold to my hand. Uh, written by Craig Mazin, directed by Jeremy Webb, in conjunction with Endure and Survive with the same director and writer combo. And we'll top off the episode by talking Ken, directed directed by Jasmila Zabonik and written by, once again, Craig Mazin. Uh, that, guy's, that guy's got his hand on the pulse of the mm. show. He's fucking incredible. Been a big couple weeks for Kansas City. Yes, it has. You know, first and foremost, we were featured heavily in a couple episodes of The Last of Us. I would say that is the top priority of anything that's happened in Kansas City in the last few weeks. We yeah. also won the Super Bowl, but that's... That was nice, you know, having a parade. Nice. And, a little and cherry having, on top. Nice After cherry on top. World of Fun <laughs> in, uh, in episode four. Yo, I... Bro, yeah, it, whenever they were driving cool, down the highway... <laughs> it's cool, but also, like, at the same time, it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, we, I actually we, know we, these places. Like, this is a real place that I have been to many yeah. of times, and I've now seen the Mamba all covered in yeah, you, you got know, the, and you got the Mamba like, and the detonator. I even saw the yeah, Timberwolf over like, there. It you was, know, yes, like it was legitimately worlds of fun. So, like, I wonder how they because no way. Like, how do they do that? They Did they go down. out? Did they, were they actually on the highway driving next to Worlds of Fun? Or was that car put in there and then they just had the shot of Worlds of Fun via effects in the back? You know, because obviously the vines are not there. And yeah, Worlds no. of Fun is, you know, of Fun is not um, grown over or anything. Worlds of Fun but, is still there and functioning. I, no, I yeah. wonder I was, how that I shot was. I was Leonardo done. DiCaprio, yeah. and once upon a time I was doing yeah. the whistle. I was like, <laughs> 
the you know, loves and the Arby's and the gas yeah. station sign that we like there it was so weird. And you could tell yeah, you could definitely tell it was out of order. It was definitely out of order. Yeah. The Missouri River. Oh, yeah. Like I was oh. like, yo, I've seen all these places. It was yeah. super cool. It was super cool just to be <laughs> enveloped in the world that way. Because one thing that's always as being from Kansas City, there's plenty of stuff set in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But often what they say is Kansas City, they're actually filming in like Indianapolis or some other metropolitan area. Yeah. Bro, I swear I saw that like AT&T building downtown, you know, like the, the big tall tan one that's got like mm-hmm. the, the levels to it. Swear I oh, saw yeah. that building. There's like, mm-hmm. that was the Kansas City skyline. This and was yeah, actually Kansas City. Yeah, like everything that was, well, not, I, I wouldn't say everything. That was here yeah, because there was either. definitely pieces that were just stitched in that were just random highway stretches, you know, um, or possibly that I don't know. They could be the real ones, and I'm just not recognizing that they're in between. But like, right, right. I don't think that they really cared that much of like the. In-between no, choices. I don't think they were like, let's make the um, Kansas Cityans really happy with this. One. Yeah, let, let's let's get this drive perfect. Um, and no. every it no, it's massively new, out of know, order. But, um, they say that like uh. They pass Worlds of Fun and then they sleep overnight and then and then they reach Kansas City. Yeah, uh, you're in Kansas City. You're already yeah, you're like yeah, it's uh, it's you know that's okay if they're coming from. Who knows how the highways work? You know, maybe they, they had to. Been, maybe they had to like dip down they a little bit slept, and like, the other they would have had to have like slept in like the rv park outside of worlds of fun and then drove about 20 minutes before they reached kansas city like it is right next to each other but there seems to be an implication mm. that they drove a little bit further uh yeah. regardless though i fucking loved it uh i was very satisfied with that i had we had to throw that in here just because i was mm. i've been going to worlds of fun since i was like fucking five so it was just really cool to see it in an hbo prestige drama like yeah it's not six flags not no like, yeah everyone knows six flags, flags. no one knows worlds of fun you know it's not yeah. disney world it's yeah. fucking worlds of fun it's fucking what what is it the cedar is it's uh i can never remember what like rep like what park system it's within it's like also it's the same as six flags it's like cedar something I can never oh. remember but uh wait is there all worlds of fun is with that I think like, it's owned by the same like parent company. Oh, for real? Cool. I thought it was completely wow. I didn't even know that at all. Well, well I think it's just that this this company has kind of a monopoly on ah. theme parks throughout the Midwest if they're not Disneyland or Disney World. I see that. Well, that's Cedar Fair Entertainment Company. Cedar Fair Entertainment. That's it. That's it. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Um. You oh. Six Flags Universal SeaWorld. Oh, they own like everything that's not Disney. Okay. Oh, never mind. This is never mind. Separate. Uh, never mind. Separate. I'm going on a tangent. Let's get back to hey, last. What about theme us. parks? No. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, man. These were a couple of great episodes set in Kansas City. You know, I uh, obviously aside from the sheer excitement, I was to be like, whoa, overgrown Kansas City. This is awesome. Uh, the story itself here is where they really strengthen Ellie and Joel's bond mm. uh specifically through episode four with like the pun book and uh her coming to his aid to save his life like uh there, was, there was a lot that is the most like i think the the best part of these episodes in a whole is how joel has always been the protector he's always been the one that had to be relied on 
but now that he can't hear, now that he's just getting a little slow, you know, like, he's getting older, he is slowly becoming more and more dependent on other people, and, like, he's not used to that, he hates that. Mm. And, like, it's so interesting, like, his character development has just been so awesome. And that's the thing, every character's development is, it's so real. This isn't, like, I don't know, it just, it feels like more of, like, a, like, a case study on, like, personality types like because you're you're mixing joel the absolute you know blue collar working man who before the apocalypse started he you know like he 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 had the view of everything before um very pessimistic and then you have ellie who is like the future and the bright everything she is everything to look forward to and she's like she sees a truck as like this is like a spaceship you know but then joel is like this is like a shitty truck you know whatever it's like Um, so I don't know, I love the, just the, their dichotomy and, and like through these episodes, it only, like they only get closer and closer together. Just truly just, different uh, views of the world, you know, like I think there's a line in episode four where Pedro Pascal's Joel says something like, uh, you know, being your age and having to deal with this, this is like, this must be terrible, but she's known nothing else, you yeah. know, like. It is terrible, but there's nothing for her to compare it to. And and Joel's got like a whole fucking lifetime of knowledge before all this happened where he's like, God damn, you don't even know what shit used mm-hmm. to be like. Like this isn't this is not what it is. This isn't what life is supposed to be. And uh not think- only mixing him with Ellie, but mixing him you know, we see Joel the way he is and the way Tess was kind of similar you know they're not uh that mm. was obviously a little bit more hopeful she had a little bit more there but uh she wasn't far off from where joel is so i just kind of had the 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 lay of the land in my mind that we weren't gonna happen upon anybody who was truly happy or in a good mm. situation and when we get to like episode six and we find the commune yeah where tommy has to tell him just because life stopped for you doesn't mean it has to stop for me. Like, I was like, yo, yeah, I, cause I'm not gonna lie. If I'm, if I'm in this world, I'm Joel, I'm folding. There is no fucking way I find a way to be happy unless I happen to be in this commune. You know, like there's, hmm. there's nothing about this situation that makes me go, you know what? Maybe I'll find love. Nope. Hmm. Nope. I'm done. I'm done. There's life's over. I'm just going to live out my days until I die. Uh, in Joel's mind, totally. Like, yeah, I'm I'm folding there too. But that's that is the beauty of the story, is that that is what Ellie yeah. drives. You know, it at first it's more trauma. At first it's like Ellie's reminding him of Sarah, and he doesn't like it. And it's like, no, I don't want this. You're reminding me of of my past, and I've already thought I've dealt with it. But now it's you know resurfacing. I hate this. But now he's like, wait a minute. Now I have another chance. Sort of. Yeah. Oh, and it's it's so good. And that I think the line maybe you were thinking of, it is maybe my favorite line of this episode. Um and Ellie, she asks him, If you don't think there's any hope for the world, why bother going on? I mean you gotta try, right? And Joel says, You haven't seen the world, so you don't know. We keep going for family. That's about it. Mm. And it's like it perfectly describes their views of the world right now. Ellie is, you know, you're just being pessimistic. Why even bother going on? And then he's like, Well, we keep going for family and Tess is gone. He's basically like, this world sucks now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And I just, I love their, 
just the little road trip they were taking, um, the little puns along the way, um, and everything, but it was outstanding, man. There was a, that's what I love about this series of episodes is, you know, episode five is a little bit more, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot more going on, but four and six is a lot of Ellie and Joel just fucking Mm -hmm. hanging out. Um, Mm -hmm. they're just, they're just vibing together, figuring out what each other are into, like what, what, how on similar footing they might be. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I really, really loved Ellie in all three of these episodes. She got the clean sweep for me. Uh, oh. Four, five, and six. Whoa. Um, okay. I didn't even mean for that to happen. I just looked at it, it just, just now and was like, oh, shit, I picked Ellie for all three of these fucking episodes. Wow. Okay. Um, nice. Absolutely loved her in these in these episodes just because she's coming into her own, you know, like, uh, obviously, like she's already been who she is, but I feel like she's getting more comfortable with Joel and therein be and like now she's one-on-one with Joel. Joel doesn't have a lot of other people to mm. act off of and therein they have to talk a little bit more. I know there's like logistics to that, but mm. they they're like shining off of each other in these scenes, Ellie and Joel, like they are so fucking good. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly yeah, I got Ellie and Bella Ramsey as Ellie in episode four. That was yeah. uh, it was an easy I do one. As, I do as well, um, and I do think it was just – she really – like, I didn't have her at, at, for any noms, I don't think, before. Yeah, before this, ep- for this episode, she hasn't got anything, but this episode, it was, like, obvious. It was clear. It was like, okay, now this – she was given, you know, her time in just on the camera instead of the adults dictating what she was doing you know and it, like because that, that was the thing is that mar marlene was was kind of like talking for her and and joel were and, and everyone was talking for her telling her what to do but now she is very much her own um, right. even protecting joel now you know having to um so like yeah i i gave that i gave is fucking grim man oh um, my god oh that- my god Whenever he just starts to be like, no, 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 like we can talk this out, like no, 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 it's okay, we don't and have to do this. Like, go to the other room. Oh, like my then God. you and then you hear him fucking scream, "Mom!" like three times. That was the scene that got Ellie or Bella Ramsey my actress or actor nomination, the performance nomination. Oh, they were God. fucking incredible in that scene, sitting behind the wall, just like breathing heavily contemplating what they just did you know she just ellie just shot him in the back yeah Yeah. made him lose the usage of his legs put him in probably a more vulnerable position than being dead basically Um, killed him i mean like and and that and joel even even says that he's like i know you did you weren't the one to do the final thing but it's when you hurt someone like that Mm -hmm. that's all that matters you know you did that much damage to a person. That's all that matters, you know. Yeah. Like, um, and that's like it broke. Obviously, it broke Ellie. You know, like mm-hmm. it's like because it, it, it sh- I guess it's not the first time if she's telling the truth. Um, no. I think she's had to put down someone who's infected before, like freshly. And that's the. Th- I, I I'd say that that's probably the most realistic. Is that it's probably her friend. That they went into the into the mall. I I, if I had to take a guess, but I don't know. I'd say if it was just an infected, she wouldn't have said it like that. 
you know, if it was just an infected, like I've killed an infected before, I, I think that's different. But like, it has to be like I just feel. got infected and yeah. still um, looks like the person who got infected, mm-hmm. like that sort of vibe, like Sam in episode five. Um, mm-hmm. But like, that's still Sam right there, like, you know, like uh, looks looks like Sam. Talks like Sam doesn't talk like Sam, you know. We got a little screech thing going on there, but yeah. uh, oh dang, that episode—that's is... true. That's that's brutal. That's just not even no. Whereas episode three was tear my heart out, hold it in my hand, and give it a nice little pet. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's bittersweet. It's Let like you know what you deserve. Break love. you emotionally, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's absolutely break you, but be, we'll, we'll hold your hand. We're tender. We're sweet yeah, about it. It's, it's Episode okay. five is tear my heart out of my chest and just fucking squish it, fucking destroy it. You know, like uh, episode yep. five tore me apart. It was one of those episodes where you the credits roll and you just fucking sit there, like. Like, we're on episode fucking five. This episode follows two characters who we had not seen before and now will not see again. I know we saw them at the end of episode four, but, you know, it's basically mm-hmm. one episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. Just to make me feel Frank. the way this did. Yeah. Bro, let me tell you, when I think about the episodes of television... Where I've just sat there after the credits roll in silence and awe. We're talking Ned Stark gets his head cut off. We're talking Red, Red Wedding. Wedding. We're talking like the biggest moments in a different show. This is episode five just about some other people. What? I know. What the fuck? I know. That's, that, it, it doesn't make any sense. And I, I had the, I read, I think I read Henry and Sam right at the beginning. Mm, Um, At the beginning, I'm like, I don't know if we should really hate them right now. I'm like, I I feel like they have a lot more story to them, and I'm glad I didn't hate them initially. I read, uh, what's her name? Uh, Revolution, Kansas City's leader. Um, Kathleen. Kathleen. I read Kathleen way wrong at first. I was not even close to right about what I had her way wrong as well. but it, so, like, I was a little confused at first, I guess, with what was going on, Fedra versus whatever wise. But I think the confusion is purposeful, um, because I think that's that's the whole point of Kathleen's storyline is that they took down Fedra, the but fascist. She's become... But she is she's doing exactly what Fedra was doing, you know, where her they, their main focus should have been the infected you know that that thing that was down there whenever they were moving the guy you know whatever her right hand man like saw it yo like this needs to be dealt with but what kept her away from it was the blind vengeance and it's all for her while everyone who's following her they don't care really you know like they 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 all talk them up and like yeah your brother was was a great guy. Um, we're doing this for it, but we're doing this for you now. But like, they don't care. You know, they just want to be free. They don't care about killing Henry. They just want to live in Kansas City with no infected and be free. That's all they care about. But it's it's the story of, you know, finally they had the tools to take down Fedra. You know, they 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 had the tools and they did it. Um, and we saw we saw it in the streets. I mean, they were hanging they were just point blank shooting i mean it it was the civilians fucking tore them apart they had their their fun but that's the thing is that like 
I don't know. It, it, it was very obvious, I guess, that just through Kathleen, very much so, that she was just very blinded by the vengeance instead of taking the time. You know, they, she should have been like, realized the win that they had and been like, okay. Well, so much, like, she was bi- blinded by vengeance so much so, like, even before, you know, we see a fucking concrete breathing with mm. inf- yeah. infected under it. <coughs> Sorry. When we see her talking to the only doctor. Mm. Oh, the shit, only, I forgot about that. Only doctor in town. Yeah. She decides to kill because he's a rat. You know, you gotta, you gotta pick and choose here. You can't afford to kill a doc, the only doctor in town. Yeah. And, and if the whole point was like to end the Fedra corruption and then she's like, we'll put you all on trial. You'll be found guilty. You're like, and then, and then like later on, you're like, are we really going to put them on trial? And it's like, no, kill them, burn them. It's like you're, you're doing exactly what you fought against, you know, for the revenge, you know, revenge, you know, filled journey that you're on to vent, you know, avenge your brother. And it's like, man, I don't know. That's the thing. And at first I'm like, I think I told you, I'm like, I can't wait for her to die. That was like my initial reaction mm. is because I thought that she was Fedra at first. I thought that she, because that's just how Fedra she seemed. Yeah. Um, now, I remember the conversation we had yeah. after episode four and I was, we we were both on base about some things and off base about others. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were both pretty in agreement that Henry wasn't as bad as he seemed. He was like I remember I threw out like pretty much spot on the fucking money what Henry's motivations were. I was like, and uh, you know maybe he ratted, but it was for a good reason. And <laughs> literally, uh, literally yeah. exactly what he did. <laughs> uh, but that's like. The other thing that I just got way fucking wrong is that I thought Kathleen was actually going to come around to be a little bit more relatable to Joel instead of being mm. so fucking I know narrow tunnel vision. Like, I have one goal and one goal only. There's infected fleeing around her, and she's still like, I'm going to kill Henry. Bro. The, yeah. Like, it's... it. I really thought that she was going to be like a role model for Ellie, like, you know, like a revolution leader that just recently freed a city. And I'm like, oh, Kansas City, this is sick. Like, it's going to be Kansas City that we get this in. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then it's like, oh, she happens to be just the most like, uh, like, man, I don't know. I I really wanted the right, like her right hand man guy to kill her. Like, Hmm. I I really wanted like for him to realize like she. She is too far gone. She is... We we are doing the exact thing that we fought against. This one bullet, you know, killing her will save a lot, you know, but before the everything escalates. Like, that's that's what I wish happened. Whenever she's like, she's like, Henry, it's too late or whatever, he just kills her initially first mm-hmm. to get all over with. And then they're like, you know what? We have... Uh, there's an affected problem. I don't really give a shit about the kid and you. You guys leave. You know, like, that's that's what I wanted to happen, but obviously... We don't get, um, we don't get that. No. Um, God, imagine. But, What's crazy is at the beginning of episode four, when they have a truck and they're all, they're all good and happy. They think they're going to make it to Wyoming the day after the next. Dang, that's true. They don't get there for another three fucking months. 
Like that's that's what Joel's laying out for them is like You're whenever right. he's talking to Ellie at the beginning and he's like, you know, we'll drive all through the day, we'll drive all through the night, we'll be in Wyoming by the morning after next. They don't end up getting there for three fucking months. Like the 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 fucking devastation that Kansas City brought on them was terrible. Obviously, they lost their truck and stuff, which is the primary reason they don't get there as fast. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I assume they mosey a little bit. After this, this is a pretty uh, a traumatizing event they have to uh, yeah. endure. Not only do they have the biggest swath of infected we've seen ever right here in Kansas City, Missouri, uh, with a fucking bloater, giant motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that under also- every QZ? Ooh, interesting. No, I don't think so. I think it's implied that, uh. They specific, they said at least, you know, we said we hate the fascists, but at least they drove them underground. That's the one mm-hmm. good thing they did, you know, and were they saying that that was just specifically the Kansas, Kansas City? QZ I think it was people? specifically for Kansas City because I don't even think it's necessarily directly under the QZ. I think it's just under the city. Oh, because like, the QZ because the okay. QZ only takes up a certain amount of it. They're not You're in right. the QZ ever in this episode. They are out and about. Uh, is the QZ the thing that's in between all the highways? Yeah or no? And then so, so okay. Because I don't think yeah, we ever go inside the Kansas City QZ. I don't think we ever do that. Mm, okay, interesting. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Because the last fight, that was like all out, just in like a neighborhood, all out in a like neighborhood, yeah, in Kansas, I think. I think they passed no, because they saw the river and they were like going. Yeah. So it was it was still on the Missouri side, I guess. But like, okay, that's right. Um, but man, like I remember, um, I thought they were like all like they were all going to get out. Like they were seeing the river, and I'm like, man, is it really this easy? Like they're getting out, and it's just this the one old sniper guy that they have to get by, and like. That dude just wanted to die, you know? He's like, Joel's like, don't. He's like, don't, but he's like... Oh, dude, that part where he's like... I think he even threw out a please don't, like... Yeah, yeah, like, please. Like, he knew. He, he like, Joel fully knew. He's like, this is an old-as-fuck dude. He want like... He wants to go out this way. Mm -hmm. You know, like, this is the ideal way to go out in this world for this man right now. And he's like, don't make me do this. That's what he's saying. You know, it's like, please don't. Instead of him saying, like, don't try me. He, Joel knows he's going to kill this guy. That dude does not have the reaction time to kill Joel, you know. Well, it's also giving us an insight into the fact that Joel, there might have been a time where this was, you know, not something he wanted to do necessarily or something he enjoyed, but he clearly doesn't anymore want to ever do this again. Yeah. Uh, if he can avoid killing people and not infected, he would like to do that. And I think one of the more formative ones on that is when he had to kill the kid at, at the beginning of this episode, uh, episode four. Or not the beginning, I guess that's more like halfway through, but uh, Ugh. brutal. I mean, it, it, it broke, like it broke Ellie, but it, it also broke Joel because of what, like he saw what it did to Ellie. And he's like, mm-hmm. you know, cause his whole thing is he needs to be the protector. He needs to be relied on, you know, relied on. But in that moment, it was clear that Joel needed Ellie. You know, it was, it was the exact opposite. And Joel's like, oh my God, 
the one thing, you know, in Joel's mind, it's like the one, that's the only thing that he can give. He can give protection. That's how he shows love. That's how Joel shows love is protection. Mm. And once it was compromised, he's like, he's like, oh my God, you must hate me. You know, and what that must have done to you so young, you know, it brought like it, I don't know. It, it's just they're, they're, they're both having like an internal struggle as well as, I don't know. It's their relationship is just, it's incredible. It's, and I think it, it like, that's the thing is that they apparently are sticking to the game. Like, I mean, almost to a T like everything that's happening is, is pretty spot on. They've made a few changes yeah. And I'm so glad that I don't know where it goes. Like, I, I'm at, like, because people have told me that, like, they're so glad that this show is actually good because this is one of the best stories in just gaming history, mm -hmm. like, ever. There's, like, it's just one of the best gaming, like, games ever. And they said where the story goes, if they do it this well and they're doing it as well as they, like, as they have been doing, they said the end of the show is going to be incredible. Like, people are very excited. So it's being hyped up a lot for how good the game story is. So I hope they can they can keep that hype going. Well, um, not only that, I'm really curious because they've there's been rumors for years about a Last of Us Part Three and Four being in development. Oh, and I'd be curious if Neil Druckmann, attached to this TV show, goes ahead and just goes. The games did the games thing. Maybe we make we just make them seasons of television. I would be curious if he would be willing to do that, or if he's like, or if he's going to be a purist about it. I couldn't blame him either way. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame him either way. But uh, the gaming market is so much bigger than everything. I didn't know this. The gaming market is bigger than music, Hollywood, and sports. All combined together. Hollywood, that includes movies and television. Sports yeah. includes, like, just the United Sports. States. But that's the NFL, the NBA, MLB, every single sport in the, in America. Like, but gaming is bigger than all of that combined. And it's like, like, whole, like, I don't know. That's, that's kind of nuts to wrap your, your mind around. So, like, I, if they're going where the money is... I feel like they go off the hype of this season and they're like, all right, play Last of Us 3 um, and pay us $60 for, for this next season that we're releasing, basically, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, um, but anyway, I don't care. Um, like, they, at least what is being held true is the writing. Like, that, that they're not, like, it's clearly not for the money, this show, at least. They're not, like, skipping corners just to make money or whatever. Like, they're spending a lot of money on these sets. Apparently, a lot of the backgrounds in Kansas City were matte paintings. Um, Like, all of the vines and everything, they're matte paintings. Um, Which is wow. nuts. Um, And, like, the VFX are... I've been watching, like, the breakdowns of them, and it's 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 so much more involved than I thought. Um, And, like, I don't know. The, the, the game, the person who made the game is very, very in tune with this he likes what's going on he's like yeah. a lot of the decisions that the tv people are making he's like they're no-brainers like bill and frank mm -hmm. he's like that was the most that was the easiest no-brainer decision i think henry and um and sam like sam wasn't deaf in the games yeah. but they were like yeah i mean it's, it, you're, giving, you're getting him for one episode what if we made him deaf? it's like yeah like 
you get the oh we haven't even talked about Henry and Sam yet really no we talked mostly about episode four so like yeah we man let's dig into episode five a little bit uh the most compelling thing about this episode for me is that Joel is spending a ton of time with two brothers which Mm -hmm. is what he's on a mission to get back to um or at least that was originally his mission now it's kind of you know, it's changed a little bit with Ellie coming in the fold, but uh, it started with him wanting to find his brother. And uh, the fact that he does spend all this time with two brothers the whole time, the fact that Kathleen's mission is to kill the man who got her brother killed. Like, it's all about it's all about brothers, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's all about siblings. And uh, I, I absolutely love that overarching sort of uh, theme for this episode and the way that. Joel gets to kind of get an outside view of the way that, because I mean, there's a there's an objectivity Joel can come from with this situation where he's he tells Henry directly, mm. you know, like, "Hey man, I shouldn't have said what I said earlier. I completely get why you did what you did. I'm sorry. Like uh, I, but I'm gonna tell you right now, <laughs> he's still Joel." You know. Yeah, if somebody kills Tommy, Joel's gonna kill the motherfuckers who got Tommy. I'm gonna tell you that one thousand yeah. percent. I think uh, what what led Joel to say that is because he saw Ellie and Sam playing in the little playground mm-hmm. down there, and they were both just watching them. And they were both just being, you know. And Henry is is Sam's brother, but really is like had to be he's a father figure and it's like it's like two dads just watching their kids at the playground together you know and they don't get that at all in this world so like just as as the kids are having fun literally we hear them laughing and having fun like this is just as fun for the dads you know sitting Mm -hmm. over there for them um and that that's my favorite scene is just them having that little bit of fun in the school you know they they go down there and it's just like a little bit of peace time that they have um and there's also this layer to it that every single thing, if there is ever a time where you think Joel can be happy watching Ellie do something, he's also sad. Yeah. And there's it's so not, many. It's not Sarah it's, yeah. doing these things. You yep. know, like that's it's all it's all related back. I had no like there's so many little things that they've put in um, like in Sarah's night. Or like in her in her bedroom, she had like this butterfly, um, or like her pillowcase or like her bed sheets. I don't know something. It was like butterfly, whatever. And she was l- looking at a butterfly or something at a moment, and Joel saw it. But then the first time that Ellie and Joel talk, whenever she's sitting at the window trying to break the radio cipher or whatever, there's a butterfly, the same exact like looking butterfly hanging like right by the window, and she's looking at it. Joel sees the butterfly, then sees Ellie, and then is like. Oh, and you see him rem- rem- like it's crazy when you go back and watch because like, I had noticed none of this on first watch, and then I'm like going back and I'm like, oh my god, the, like they have so many little details that they're throwing in that like the Christmas tree at the like every time Joel has had a panic attack, it's because something has reminded him of Sarah through Ellie, um, and it's like they showed exactly what. Yeah, what triggered it? Triggers it in episode one. Um, mm. Like, it comes from episode one, which is just, I don't know. I just love it. Like, there, I, I love Pedro Pascal, and I was going to watch the show anyways, but, like, 
just this character development, like, it just their, I don't know, it's such an interesting, like, case study. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like, it's just, you don't get this anywhere else other than, like, a post-apocalyptic, like, you know, like, where, how right. else do you get this story? It's like, it's so out there, but it feels so natural tangible at the same time yeah Mm. it's like it's so it's so strange but um yeah man no this uh and it was really showcased in episode five the kind of uh the growing i don't want to say trust because obviously joel's still distrustful uh he's not gonna just be like yeah come and join us on our quest no like he's still gonna be like i might kill you you gotta have a really damn good reason why you're why you're coming up to me right now and uh and that's like ultimately that's what he gets out of Henry and Sam and uh mm. Henry and Sam is devastating uh probably I don't I don't know how much more sad it can get um I love that they decided to make Sam deaf and I love that the actor who plays Sam is is also actually a deaf kid yeah. like, that's I thought that was a really cool opportunity for representation mm. and the fact that the actor who plays Henry didn't know sign language before he got this role. Uh, that's yeah. very, very cool as well. Uh, yeah, a lot of people like... on set. Yeah, I know. I watched that little, the director's cut after that mm-hmm. episode, and that was really nice to see. I don't know, just like all the people on set that learned some some ASL and, and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. It, it was just, just really cute just seeing um, like the ways that Henry would have to like have to talk to Sam in like certain situations. Like, yeah. What's he um, saying? Like the dependence that yeah. Sam has on Henry is like I think it was Craig Mazin or Neil Druckmann. One of them says it in the post the post episode where they're like, mm-hmm. it's even greater since he can't hear anything. Like there's a level to it that he just he is com- almost completely dependent on yeah. Henry. Oh yeah, and, and uh, in the games you have they. I'm assuming they had a lot longer time with henry and sam you know but in this we have a single episode where we have to get every you know their whole relationship and their death like we're getting at their whole story in one episode and they they have to to make it as strong as possible you know and and that's the thing they didn't make any decision that sacrificed any of their story mm-hmm. um it only strengthened it and you know the little white lies he would he would tell sam every now and then you know of like they're gonna help us get out of here you know, yeah. but he's saying well, it to also, also it, like, like, now you got to help us. Yeah. Like, Hey, I, I just told the kid. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, which I don't know. It was, it was nice. Uh, just there, he was very like, it's in the post-apocalyptic world where no one trusts anyone, but eventually he gets to the point where he's like, yeah, I pointed a, an unloaded gun at you. You know, he's like, yeah, my guns aren't even loaded. And they're like, okay, they're slowly trusting each other a little bit more, a little bit more. And he's like, yeah, I, I really lied uh, even more to you, by the way. Uh, they really hate me. They're really going to want to kill me. I'm kind of enemy number one. I'm um, the most wanted man in Kansas City. Which is kind of a badass line. That was kind of a sick line. Yeah, uh, yeah. I almost that that i don't know no i can't i can't change my mind uh from that um but i i can confidently say that he's getting my performance of the mine episode as well. um, mine as well lamar johnson yeah lamar johnson oh my god for like one episode of television holy shit dude you made me cry so much at the and end it's, dude it's like, a single delivery what did i do oh and, my fucking god and i like 
you have to like it's all chaotic. It like one you deal with like Sam is infected, and you're like, oh, you're, you're, you see his bite, and you're like, fuck. And then Ellie tries to heal him, and you're like, maybe. You know, you're like, this isn't going to work. There's no shot that this is how it works, but I'm like, I, it's something. You know, maybe it extends for a little bit. You know, I don't know. I'm thinking any possibility of how they can get out of this. And then it's just him sitting there silent in the morning. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, and then he starts to squeal. You know, and then it's all chaos. Boom, he's dead. And then you're like, fuck, you're like, fuck, you're, you're dealing with Sam dying. And then you're like, oh my god, he's dead, he's dead. And then you're like, no. You start to piece together, like, what's gonna happen next. Hey, and you're like, no, no. It, I'm oh. not even gonna lie to you, bro. As soon as Sam showed his wound, I went, Henry's dead. I really? went, Henry's gonna fucking kill himself. Yeah, like, I, I had no fucking oh, doubt in my mind. Regardless, I, I was on the roller coaster the whole time. I was I, not. I was like, I didn't think that Henry would have to kill him. Oh. I, uh, that was the other thing, though, is that I think Henry would have if Ellie hadn't tried to heal him. I think it wouldn't have been so, oh, God, like, shoot him and be like, oh, God, what did I do? I think it would have been more like, hey, buddy, let's uh, lay down. Let's go to sleep. Like, I don't want yeah. you to become this sort yeah. of thing uh but i think ellie did the right thing as far as what she knows is possible you know like uh she yeah. tried her best to make sure he could be okay and uh there's there's a few layers to this too because this scene is incredible starting my favorite scene is when the uh ellie and sam are just talking before they go to bed mm. uh when they're when they're having the conversation and you know sam kind of reveals that he's that he's mm-hmm. been bitten. Oh. Know, uh, what's the, the line? I think you have it as your favorite. Yeah. Yes, he says, "If you turn into a monster, is it still you inside?" And that's mm. after they've been saying like their biggest fear. They, yeah, that's his biggest ending fear. up alone and 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 that like in this world, I there's no way that's not my biggest fear. Is like if I'm oh, infected, yeah. if I am infected, do I? You know, I would much rather be gone you know i would if i'm infected i'm done i that that, you know but if i'm still there and like my mind is still intact but everything else is taken that is beyond your control that is absolutely terrible like yeah i i like oh my god and like it's not it's was it his worst fear before today no that's something i don't think you even fucking think about until you get bit yeah, like I don't because when he said that, I went, "Oh my oh, fucking god, yep. is it still you inside?" Like yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was not okay, bro. Yeah, no, uh, um, and and just the way that this is the most childlike we've seen Ellie this whole episode, really. Um, and I don't know. She fell asleep. She fell asleep, and that I like. I skipped past that at first. I didn't really think about it. She fully believed that he would be okay. Mm. She, she could have just been tired. There's an infected person in the same room with her that she knows that is infected. The only way she goes to sleep if she's like, it's going to work. It's going to be okay. She is a dreamer. She is a believer. Like, mm. that is what Ellie is in the show, and I love it, like, so much. She's um, a believer right now. Yeah. and And, like... 
I mean, obviously we knew that that's not how it was going to work. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I they're like, oh, Allie, I get it. Yeah, like, it. you know, maybe like, it was like barely, that was like, I don't know. I would have put a little bit more blood on. I don't, I don't, I don't know. For some, I don't know. It felt like it was just a little, a little rubbed and like, okay, we'll be fine now. We're good. Yeah. I think it was just, I think it was really just a comfort Sam though. At the end of the day, I think it was, it was more of just. Make yeah. him feel like he'll be okay. And then, well, not only that, but he also makes her promise she'll stay up. Oh, um, you're right. That's what makes me think she did not mean to fall asleep. She just fell asleep. Oh, um, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. She he, did he say, goes, promise you'll stay up with me. Uh, and she says, I promise. Uh, which makes me think that she did not mean to fall asleep. And it also tells me that whenever she did fall asleep, Sam made the executive decision that because he can't hear, he was going to turn away from her so that he couldn't hear her when she got up. Hear or see her. Oh my god, you're right, because the only thing that started is when she touches him, like she touches him. Yeah. Or gets in front of him. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's even worse. It yeah, is. Sam Sam knows he can't hear, obviously. Knows that clickers can't like clickers operate on sound and he's like, "Cool. I'll just face away. She'll be fine." I'm switching my favorite character to Sam. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. He deserves it, man. It was it was between Sam and Ellie for me, and I I went with Ellie, but uh Yo, man, That's nice. They, we got the two kids. Yeah, we got the two they kids. deserved like it in this one. Yeah, they were just uh, ah man, that shit broke my fucking heart. Uh, and then Dang. like that's not even where it necessarily necessarily ends because whenever they burst into the other room and Henry pops a few at Joel's feet, like stay the fuck back, like yeah, this is right. like. Like this is not like, your we're fight. not fucking with yeah. this. We're not fucking with this. And then there's like this snap decision that happens in Henry where he's like, Oh no, this girl's about to die. I have to do something. Pop. And he's like, Oh my fucking God, that was my brother. He's infected. What the fuck did I just like? There is there are so many things happening in these scenes where it's just like again, rip my fucking heart out and smash it to pieces. Like I was devastated, bro. Like, you see just the contemplation in Henry. You just see him going a thousand miles an hour, you know, thinking of everything that just happened. But then, you know, you see Joel. That he, he He's like, give me the gun, Henry. You know, he's like trying trying his best just to be mm. calm. And he's like, give me the gun. But then you have, and then it shows Ellie, which is staring right at him, you know, the whole time. Oh just scared and not knowing what to do. We, you know, like... Like, oh my god, everyone's just freaking out, and, and, and me, yeah, I, it's crazy, like, I had no idea, like, I pieced together that he was going to shoot himself, I didn't think he was gonna, like, shoot Joel or Ellie or anything like oh, that, yeah. you know, like, I, I pieced didn't together, it, but it wasn't, it was very, very right before it happened, it wasn't, like, right when Sam was infected, did I piece together that Henry would do this, it was, I was very in the moment, so it took me, still by shock. No, yeah, the way they went about it didn't happen the way that I expected. I thought it would be a little bit more Bill and Frank-esque, like, 
all right, this is what we have to do. Let's lay down. Let's go to bed. Like, I didn't think it would be like, oh, let's scar Ellie for the rest of her life and have Joel be terrified for what's happening. Like, uh, I think that's I almost the point. went with, I almost went with Henry, no, as my mm-hmm. line, because the way Pedro Pascal delivers it is truly fucking horrified. And not just for him, not just for Henry, but for Ellie, who is looking Henry in his eyes when he does it. Like last shot of the show, it focuses on Ellie and her react. Like you sit there with Ellie's face for like a good seven, I mean like seven, eight seconds. But like, it feels like a long, you know, you're sitting there like, oh my God, what just happened? I, but th- at first I'm, I'm, I think I like close my eyes. I don't know. I think I just kind of went like. I think I closed my eyes and, like, I, I kind of was like, no. Like, I was kind of contemplating, like, what just happened, Fuck. you know, at first. And then, like, I watch it back and, like, then I see Ellie's reaction. I didn't know that, like, she saw it or, like, I didn't really put that together. And then seeing her face and, like, her emotion through it, like, man, they – this show better win some goddamn awards. Oh, it will. Like, holy shit. Like, the fact that Um, HBO is just gonna, like, every Emmy drama nomination is just gonna be like, HBO, HBO, HBO's just gonna be fucking fighting itself over who's gonna win shit. And, uh, this show's gonna be fucking up there for a lot of people because it's incredible. But, uh, the scene after that, when they're, when they've buried Sam and Henry. No, the, no. Yeah, man, that's that was it's, my line. Was I'm sorry. Oh, what she wrote. Yeah, yeah. and then put, yeah. no, because she, like you said, she really thought she might be able to do something. I really do think that you said you know she's a believer. This episode puts a fucking dent in that. Um, like mm-hmm. like a big big old fucking dent in that. She's going to have a tough time believing stuff is possible for a while. Um. And I really think that uh, the best part about the scene is something that uh, they talk about in the post credit is what's going on inside of Joel's head. Like uh, mm. the whole when he's looking at Henry and Sam's grave, I think he's kind of realizing that this is where they'll be if Ellie dies. Ah, uh, like if see. Ellie dies, uh, that's, yeah. that's it. Like that. Oh my god, it's lit, yeah, like it's Joel's, you know, we keep going for family, that's about it. The second Henry's family was gone, boom, Tess is gone, he had new family found through Ellie, he didn't realize it at first, but mm. yeah, if Ellie's gone, oh, you're, I see now. Because I, I was, I the way I thought about it, and the way, like, it was more of like, Ellie's the, she, she's the rock, kind of now. She's the one that's like, alright, Joel. Let's go. Like she's already moving. Yeah. She's like, we got it. We got a long ways to go. You know, at first you would think this would be Joel. We'd be like, all right, we got him done buried. We have a long way to go. Let's get going. He's but the it's one Ellie. Kind and is exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's oh man, I don't know. Like, well, there's also the fact that he could also be thinking about Tommy. You know, he, there's a lot there. There's, there's a lot so there. much. Like, like what he goes and he says to Tommy in the next episode where he's like, I watched a man kill his own brother, like, and then kill himself after that. Like, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's not like, 
there's it's not so just much Ellie seeing it going through yeah. it. Joel is going through it at the same time, and he mm-hmm. doesn't have tests anymore to like go to and you know break down. Like he he can't break down to anybody, you know. And the second he gets to Tommy, and a, the second he gets a chance to break down, he breaks down. You know, like I don't uh, think he's cried in twenty years. Really, I don't think even he's cried test? since. I don't think he. I, no. Not even to Tess, because that's something about Tess's and his relationship that I think kind of prevented them from being Uh. good is that like he was never on the exact same page as her. And episode six makes it even more clear to me, like Mm. when Tommy is like, I have a wife. I found a wife. I found all this. Like he's like, I want. I think he wanted to love Tess like that, but he he just straight up couldn't because there's also the implication that Sarah's mom wasn't around. Oh, you know, Uh, like yeah, he probably died a long time ago. Oh, I'm assuming she died. That's 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 kind of my assumption. I don't know if she left. I I every time a show like this. They don't if they don't expressly mention that someone left, it's usually they died. Um and so that's kind of what I'm operating under the assumption. So I, I'm under the I'm of the mind that he hasn't let himself love since then. Like romantically love anyone since then. Sarah dies. That's just kind of it for him. He finds someone like Tess who he has something of a kinship to, you know, like there's not it's not love exactly. Ah, you're because at the table with Bill and Frank, he's like, "If mine," but he doesn't know what to call Tess. You're right. Yeah, yeah he doesn't know what to call her. No, and that um, I think that's kind of something that prevented them from reaching that next level. Is that I doubt he could ever mm-hmm. like. And same with Tess. I doubt Tess ever cried in front of him. You know, I bet they were uh, like they were they were two peas. They were yeah. they were very very hand yeah. in hand. They were very good for each other, but time and place. Just not yeah. the best for anybody. Um, and uh, so I I straight up don't think he's cried since Sarah died. And he got back to Tommy. And he was crying in front of Tommy the last time, too. Like, I think it's like the only person he can be this vulnerable with is his brother. Because he knows his brother won't judge him for it. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. his brother's there for him. His brother's the one who will hold it down. And I think it's just the first time. Not only is he realizing that he's not as good as he was and that he can't protect the way he used to. It's everything that's happened over the course of the last few months specifically, but 20 years bubbling up and being like, I I'm losing it. Like I, I, I can't keep going like this or else I'm going to fucking, I'm a, I'm a Henry, you know, like, I'm like, yeah, man, it, and that's, I don't know. Joel is like, they he wasn't deaf or like it had a hearing problem in the games but i this decision like i absolutely love like it's it's how he didn't hear henry and sam come up on them in the glass you know he's like he put the glass there and he's like yeah that's the point i'll hear him coming obviously i'll hear him coming doesn't hear them coming um he tells um ellie at the beginning of this episode when they're they're camping out in the cave i'll take i'll do both watches um, you need to get some sleep. He, yeah, he falls asleep. Ellie does exactly what Joel would do. You know, she like Joel is proud of her in this. You know, right when she says, "I checked my six, I got the high ground." You know, all all that. He, you could tell he was kind of proud. He's like, 
at the same time, he's like, no, that needs to be me. I need to be the protector. Wake me yeah. up next time. You know, is what, you know, what he says afterwards. But then as it just goes on and on, he get, he's slowly getting more comfortable with the idea of need, like getting taken care of. And by the end of this episode, I mean, he's going to, if he is still living, he's definitely going to need to be taken care of quite heavily now. I like, that's the thing. I don't want, I don't, I don't, do I need to accept that he might be dead right now? You know? No, you don't need to accept that. Uh, I'm of the mind. There's no fucking way they killed Joel this way. Um, I have no idea what the game entails. I'm just of the mind that you don't have Pedro Pascal in six episodes of television and then drop his ass. Um, I mean, the way, be, like the way it's um, shot, the way it's acted, the way it's the dialogue rolls off the tongue, the way it is, the music plays and zooms out. It they are heavily, heavily, heavily going. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, but I don't believe it. I don't think he is. I mean, they really talked him up this episode, though. They gave his dreams. He wants to be on a ranch, cheap. That's what I want. He sees it in Jackson, literally sees the sheep there, and he's like, I can have a light. You know, like, he sees everything. I don't know. Like, they... I don't think so. If I... If, I am more of like 95% he's not dead. Because he said to Ellie that he wants to be a singer. And he said, all right, well, eventually you got to sing for me. Gonna happen. It's probably gonna be a long, long time. And I'm gonna cry my fucking... Can you imagine he starts singing that song at the uh, end of the that'll show? That'll be it. I will melt, bro. Uh, no, that's what's it's crazy is that, like, there was something about this episode where I didn't let, like, a lot of the stuff hit me, like, in the moment. I was just so seared to the television that, like, I was hanging on every word, and then a scene would end, and then I'd start tearing up. It was so weird, like, uh, oh. like mm. the conversation between Joel and Tommy. Where he, where Pedro Pascal is an easy choice for the performance in this episode. He's like, getting, yeah, he's getting. Oh my fucking god! I, you know, we talked a couple episodes ago when they're at Bill and Frank's, and he has the letter from Bill, and he takes it outside, and he, he just stands there, he takes a breath. I, I was like, I wanted him to cry, I wanted him to fall to his knees, I wanted him to do something. That's again what makes me go. He's not capable of that unless he's in the unless he's with wow, someone yeah. like like Tommy. You're right. Um, and this Man. was all of that. Every time we've gone, just cry, dude. Just just cry it out right here. This is where it all bubbled up. And he and even then he doesn't lose it. He's crying, but like he's not like oh my fucking god. You know, like he's still he's still holding it together. He's he's. Even now, he's trying his best not to cry, and he's crying. And I think that's just a sign of how much it's brimming to the surface. But I was just so seared to the television, hanging on his every word, that, like, I was I was sitting there watching it, and then the scene ended, and my, like, eyes, like, welled up with tears, and I was like... <sighs> I, like, let out, like, a big exhale, and I was like, oh, my fucking God, that was good. Like, on one hand, you have Joel wanting to or wanting Tommy to take Ellie because he really thinks that he can't protect her anymore and he does not want history to repeat itself 
and he he wants you know the promise he made to Tess to be fulfilled. So he's like, there's more of a chance for it to be with Tommy, you know. So like it makes sense that way. But I think also it's just that he doesn't want to fail himself. Like it, there's also a little bit of a selfish reason behind ah, it, dude. You know? Like he doesn't talk- want it to fail. Like he doesn't want to fail, but his like his dreams. Yeah, that, that that's is what where I. Would be I that's, he's like, what are, what are your dreams yeah. about? He's like, I don't remember. But I know when I, I wake up, know. I feel like I failed. He's like, I don't know. I have no idea. I just know that I have failed. Like, oh my god, I'm our, like, holy shit. Like, no, I I don't know. I don't know how you lasted through that. And then you started, well, I was like, whole, like I was welling up with well, you. It was just the fact that, like, I don't think I was even thinking about uh, the emotional implications yeah. of it. I was just like, mm. like, more than anything. Like, I think that's how good Pedro Pascal was in the scene for me, was that I didn't want to distract myself in any wow. way yeah. from the performance he was putting on. And then it ended, and I was like, I, I think it wasn't like I was just crying at the content of the scene. I was crying at Pedro Pascal. Like, I was like, oh my fucking God, that was incredible. Like, I, I it was, uh, it was so fucking good, and everything that comes with that scene like you were saying it's not only there's there's a few there's a few places to look at it from it's the logic side of it tommy's younger he's more capable than i am i've i'm he clearly losing it a little too yep yeah. i'm losing my step a little he even goes to try and make that argument to ellie here in a second and like and it's almost like he's trying to convince himself when he's telling ellie oh yeah i think that's why it's so hard for him to tell tommy to take her is that he doesn't like he doesn't he, want to. He doesn't yeah. want to have to ask him to take her. He wants to keep helping Ellie. He wishes he could. He truly just doesn't think he can. And uh whenever he like he goes up to her and he's like, he knows the land. And she's like, shut the fuck up. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I get. Yeah, that's fair. You know, like <laughs> he's like, I didn't even really buy that one either. I've done pretty well so far. Um <laughs> I don't know. I think because at the beginning of the show, you have a guy that wouldn't even was contemplating taking ellie in the first place you know like i don't even i don't care about the girl i'm only in it for the score he was only in for a truck and supplies you know um so he doesn't care he just wants to live his life he's accepted the world that he's in you know whatever by the end of the show i guarantee he's gonna be like leading like i feel like joel and ellie like lead like the big revolution i don't know like i feel like there's like a big thing coming i don't know or I, I like that's the thing. I have zero clue where the story goes. Like, I have no no clue. But like, I I don't know if I feel like my view is too optimistic. I feel like I'm thinking that Ellie is gonna get there. It's gonna work, and they're gonna like they're gonna have this vaccine, and then they're gonna start to spread the word. You know, and it's gonna be fought back at first because people are going to be like oh we've heard this before but then they're going to just legitimately show people you know like take it i don't know just like you know that's what i want to happen but like everything that i want to happen usually it doesn't um right in this show the only times that it has has been in compounds or places that have been found with the foundations of love in for like bill and frank's compound was found like started as just bill being a survivalist whatever but then like was made and kept 
alive because of the love that they had and, you know, it was their own little community. But now that we're in Jackson, right? Is it Jackson? Yeah, I think Jackson. it's Jackson. Um, we see a fully functionable community community now. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, just hilarious. Like, you have Tommy, who we can assume what he was like before um, this world, you know, and, and it's like, no, it's not It's not like that at all. This no, is not, man, I swear. Uh, we pulled up. And she she was explaining everything like as like she said like the first fucking thing I looked at Emily and I was like communism like I like smiled and I was like we're talking communism this is awesome yeah. and uh and like, uh, I- Joel goes so uh communism and Tommy's like no 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 and Maria's like yeah that's exactly what it is we're a commune we are communists like and the way Tommy like definition. pauses. Yeah, he has to full. Yeah, he's like, man. I mean, I can't argue. Like, the, what can you? You can't argue. Like, he he just knows. He's like, man, I hate the fact that this is working. You know, but it is it is interesting. Like the details that we have of how they stay their community. They leave dead bodies around so no one enters. Everyone is fearful of them. They think like you cross that river, you die. Like, so that, like, that's how they keep their word secret, right? Which is, it's very interesting. They just leave bodies scattered around, but they're actually just the super nice community on the inside. Yeah. The part that I didn't think about at all when I was watching the episode is Joel is pissed at Tommy for not telling him that this is a thing, you know? And he's like, he, obviously they have to keep it a secret so that it doesn't grow. Like, that's the sad part of these communes communism you know communism is that if if it were to be known people would just come and destroy it you know it wouldn't last if it's known that's the sad thing about it. it's like mm-hmm. you want it to work it is the ideal situation but on like the in this world i don't know it's like they have to keep it's it the a ideal secret. situation for these 300 people yeah they 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 must keep it a secret it's like this community is but smaller than our graduating class. Yeah, but like your own brother. Like he like Tommy has found a wife and is like fam like a new family. And 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 you know like apparently it, it seems that she what, what's her character name? Uh Maria. Tommy's wife Maria. Seems that Maria has pretty much led this. You know, she says that she's on a council and that it is, you know, elected whatever, but it seems that she's really the one that's done a lot of work here. Um mm. And probably spearheaded a lot of this. Um, and you would think that Tommy could be like, it's my brother. Like, I know that we have to keep it a secret, but it's it's only my brother, you know. Like, I don't know. That, like, I didn't think about that aspect at all. And I was like, I, I, did, I was never mad at Tommy, you know. I was only, like, being felt, I was only feeling sad for Joel because of everything that was happening. But then, like, I don't know. I'm kind of a little... Like, what the fuck, Tommy? You know, like, you were sending radio signals to make sure everything's okay, and then you just stop out of nowhere. You you give your brother, like, you basically make your brother think that you're dead, but in fact you're living in a fantasy land in the best community in this nation probably right now. Yeah. And you don't tell your brother at all. Zero, like, silence. I don't know. That is kind of, that's kind of nuts. No, yeah, um, it is. It's, uh... And I, like I was, I was having a tough time on how to read this, and it makes sense for Joel to not 
Like he's clearly happy for his brother. Mm. Like there's there's an element of him that is like, of course I'm happy for you. You found this, but what the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's the part he just can't get past, which I completely yeah. understand. But I had a tough time getting a read on that. I was like, for a little bit, I was like, what the fuck is he so ma-? like? What the fuck is he so angry? Yeah, for? he's and angry. Yeah, like, that's yeah. I was like confused. I'm like, why? Yeah, why is he mad? And I'm like. And then it hit me, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. I guess whenever okay. he makes it clear to him, whenever he's like, so is she the reason you haven't been hitting yeah. me back? Like, it, it, I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. And, that and makes sense. I mean, you have, like, I, I guess to keep, like, that's the thing, is that their rules have to be strict in order to keep it working and everything. I get it from a logical standpoint, whatever. Um, like that Tommy doesn't tell him and all, um, but like, I don't like Joel, like, I don't know. Do you think Joel has ever told Tommy that he wants to be a rancher and have sheep and, and do you think that like these sheep are here because he knows that Joel would want this? So he like Mm -hmm. is making a life for him so that if he ever shows up, he has a life waiting for him here there might be something to that i think that was what i was going to give tommy the benefit of the doubt for was if he doesn't hit him up he knows his brother will his brother will come exactly like that i think that's that's why i don't want to slow like i don't want to judge tommy too hard is because joel has been saving him his whole life you know and that's what that's what he says right when they they meet up he's like i'm here to save you and then they they laugh you know like laugh about it because he's like i'm obviously good you know like i am obviously doing well um god when he whenever he sees him he's like tommy yo i oh man that shit like that that and just there was another thing there was the way ellie was looking at them like she doesn't have uh, a brother or sister. She's like, oh man, he found his brother. Obviously, the doubt in her mind is, does he have any reason for me anymore? I was his only companion. Now he has his mm. brother. What's going to happen to me now? What's going to, like, uh, and it was just really cool to see, like, Ellie's my favorite character of the episode. Mm. I have, uh, like I said, three for three and four, five, and six. Dang. She was, she was clean sweep. Uh, and it's because of the conversation after she overheard Joel talking to Tommy. Uh, Ellie yeah. has been this hard little, just like son of a bitch. Like, hey, you ain't gonna fuck with me. I'm not gonna fuck with you. You know, it is what it is. Uh, but whenever she delivers the line, my favorite line of the episode. Uh, let me read it for you. Sorry, uh, gotta load it up here. Everybody I have cared for has either died or left me. Everybody fucking except for you. So don't Mm. tell me I'd be better off with somebody else. Because the truth is, I would just be more scared. And uh, I was like, thank you. Oh my fucking... Like, I knew that Joel was not going to be the first one to say, I I care about you and want to continue this journey with you. Because he's too logical. He's too, like... Like he said, I can't get it done. Like, Tommy's the one who would be capable of doing it. It makes more Mm. sense for him to go with him. Ellie being like, no, I get that, but that's not what, that's not who I am comfortable going with on this journey. Like, 
the mm-hmm. reason we've survived is not only because you can protect me, but because I trust you to, you know, like, uh, I, I believe you can, it's not, it's not like, Oh, well I have no other choice. No, like clearly that's the case. Now we do have other choices now. Like, mm-hmm. and she's like, and I would rather be with you than anyone else. Right after she says that right after Joel is like, you don't know what loss is. You know, he tries to tell her like, you don't know what loss is. Mm-hmm. Or I think, you know, or maybe that, does that come after? Or is that before? That's before that, that is the line right before. Yeah. And, and Joel just thinks that because he has lived before and, you know, after the post, you know, the apocalyptic, everything, he's like, I've lived through more. Yeah. I've lost more, you know, whatever. But like, that's like, yeah, Sure. On the surface level, it may seem that Joel has lost more. Ellie has lost her in- her entire childhood. Joel had a life, actually. You know, Ellie never even got that chance yeah. at all. And she is living in the hellish world. And she has lost people. Mm-hmm. Joel doesn't know her story. They have not told each other anything about themselves, you know. It's like... You're you're both living in in a hellish world. You're both going through shit. It's not a competition of who's lost more, you know, like mm-hmm. anymore. It, like that does that doesn't matter. Um, and like the the thing that is keeping them going is just the people that they have alive now. You know, yeah. they they want to say that they that they love each other or care for each other, but they you know this is the closest Ellie has gotten so far to saying I love you, and this is her well, way. Then- the oh. end of the episode, whenever he falls off his horse and she's like, I can't do this without you. Like, if you are that's dead, true. I'm dead. They're, that's like, my favorite line. Oh, the delivery. Like, I gave Pedro Pascal the performance because, obviously. But, but Bella Ramsey gave him a run for his fucking The line life. delivery of, Joel, open your eyes. Open your eyes. Joel, you gotta get up. I can't fucking do this without you. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. What the fuck I'm gonna do. Joel. Please, Joel, please. You know, obviously I said that in plain English. She is, you know, delivering it far, far, infinitely better than than I have. And I'm just like, I'm contemplating, is Joel dead? You know, I'm like, oh my God, this is like, it seems really, really bad here. And I'm like, okay. This is what makes you think, like, because he falls off his horse and I'm like, all right. All right, he'll be fine. We'll get through this. And then it is Bella Ramsey's acting that makes you go, oh, wait a fucking minute. Yeah. Is yeah. my man dead? Like, uh, that, she, they are the reason you go, wait a fucking minute. Like, did they just kill Joel? Uh, and we're left in a place where we're not, we're not sure, like, at all, really. Um, I'm, I'm holding out hope he's fine. Uh, and I'm pretty, because. Where are they right now? They just got to Colorado. They reached, they got, uh, like, what was it? I. The university. 25. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was right off, right off I 25. The university, the can Colorado something university. And if my geography holds me well, I mean, it, Colorado touches Wyoming, but only by a corner, right? Um, so like they still, still got a ways to go i guess how far in wyoming do, yeah yeah oh never mind it's straight up from colorado so not the corner so yeah never mind they just have to keep going north to get to wyoming but oh no they're, it's no, they're coming from wyoming to colorado that's right yeah and they that's already right. reached going, the university the, of western yeah, 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 colorado yeah, yeah. that's right no after that 
Okay, yeah. So they I think went they're up heading there. to Utah. Utah, Salt Lake, because they saw the pins go to, yeah. or maybe not Salt Lake, but somewhere near, near Salt Lake, Salt yeah. Lake or something like that. That's right. Okay. Um. Oh man, I don't. That's they have a horse. Like, but Joel's in rough, like rough shape. Like they're gonna ha- like they're gonna have to just bunker down. They're gonna have to get bit, fucking you know? lucky, is what they're yeah. gonna have to do. Uh. It's. I mean, it's like we have the. Ne- I guess the next on. It seems that a lot of it is just flashback with Ellie Ellie's backstory, but I assume it's not like the whole episode. I think it could be, very well could be. But I think it's it's probably going to be more of like a Bill and Frank episode where most of it is Bill and Frank, but then you have that little little, little piece bit at before, the end, a little bit before, a little after, yeah. yeah. Um, where it ties it in and everything. I think we start back. We start flashback yeah. with um, Ellie and. Her friend. I don't. Do we know her yeah. name yet? I don't think so. Um, with Ellie and her friend. Um, I know the and, actor. You know, still, Storm still... Reed is fantastic. Uh, she's been in Euphoria and A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, she's she's uh, Zendaya's little sister in Euphoria. She plays. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I keep she, it in the oh. family. HBO. She's really good. Um, that's awesome. Okay, that's that's gonna be good then. But I definitely yeah, think they a... open with that to keep you in the mind of like. Joel might be dead. You know, like, we're not going to show you right away. We're not going to bring him back initially right away. That's um, what makes me go, he'll be fine. Uh, because I think with a character who's been the main character, you don't leave it to question their death. You know, like, we're not going to open episode or end episode seven or open episode eight with them being like, and now Joel is dead. You know, they're, they're yeah. like, if it is a net, like, if it's a Ned Stark level of killing, which Pedro Pascal as Joel is, you cut off their head. We knew Ned was yeah. dead. You know, like no question <laughs> about it. If it's a so, that's fair. You know, that's like, fair. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that so the only thing helping me is the logic side of it. The storytelling did everything it could to make me believe he's not, though. Like they did incredible at making me go, shit, he might be dead. And I like it's it's only my logical side that's going, he's not. Uh, because the storytelling, everything's pointing in the direction. Yeah, Joel just fucking died. Um, and, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna try my best to operate under the assumption that he's not. Um, I will say that, uh, this sixth episode is my second favorite episode of the series behind episode three. Is that Ken? Ken? That's Ken. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. It's either like episode one. I really, I just really like episode one just for the premiere aspect and the world building they did and, and Sarah, um, and like the science, you know, opening at the beginning. That um, would be but, third, I think. Um, I think it is, it is comfortably three. Um, the only reason I think that one so is just like it just started the show, you know, and it's, it's hard to compare like a opener. I don't, it, I, I like those for different reasons, I guess, but definitely three and six. Those are, those are the top tiers right now. It's just, I mean, if the pattern continues, we're we're looking for a pretty epic season finale. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode nine. It's looking um, good. Uh, so, but do we want to give each of these episodes a rating? Should we go back through just uh, favorites, 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 real quick? Because I don't know okay. if I laid all mine out necessarily. I just know that. Uh, I know I had them, but let's go okay. ahead and start with episode four. Uh, I had Ellie as my character. Bella Ramsey as Ellie as my performance. I had Joel and Ellie laughing as they try to go to sleep. 
uh, as my scene uh, whenever uh, she's like, Joel, can I ask you a serious question? And he's like, yeah. She's like, uh, did you know diarrhea is hereditary? He like looks at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? She goes, it runs in your genes. And then like he rolls over trying to hold back laughter. And she, you laughed, motherfucker. Like, I loved that. It was so fucking cute. And uh, uh, it was everything yeah. I wanted out of these two. Um, and then my favorite line was at the end of the scene where they're in the little restaurant after he's like, I'm sorry you had to do that. Uh, here's a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's when he goes, because you were talking about how Ellie's kind of the hopeful one, but he's being strong for her and he goes, we'll get through this. And mm. she goes, I know, uh, that was, that was my favorite line of the episode. Cause I was just like, ah, it was so nice to see him be a little positive because yeah. he's never positive. Uh, mm-hmm. and he finally no, that- has someone at his side who he's like you know what you hold it down for me i'm gonna hold it down for you so you know what we'll get through this uh i thought that and was that, sweet. right there i don't think i have said um but where that line came from that is my favorite scene whenever joel gives ellie a gun um kind of you know after the killing after all the chaos and everything and she's like it wasn't my first time joel instantly just you know all right you know it what your last here's um, a gun it was pretty, it, pretty, you know, badass, cute moment. Uh, Ellie, Ellie gave like, you know, she, she smiled, you know, the little smile that she's like, oh my god, I got a fucking gun now. Like, and he oh. teaches her how to hold it and stuff. He's like, uh-huh. all right, hold it. And he's like, where'd you learn that? Fedra fucking figures, you know. And then he's like, <laughs> I loved uh-huh. it. But, but yeah, my my line, I, I knew I did talk about that, but that was the um, whenever Ellie was like, why bother going on? You got to try. And Joel was like, you haven't seen the world. Uh, we got to keep going for family, and that's about it. Um, just uh, and then Ellie and Bella Ramsey got the performance and character for this one, mm. uh, really coming into her own. So beautiful. But, oh yeah. Do you want to rate that episode real quick? Do you want yeah, to do yeah, that? Yeah. Kind of stagger it. That would be nice. Um. Okay. Enjoyment. We got a little. You know, we got a little Kansas City love. You know that that was cool for this one. So like, hey, I man. don't know. It was really. I cool. really enjoyed it. I can't mm-hmm. tell you it's a surefire ten. Yeah, um, that's what I was gonna say. It's yeah, like I don't like, think the uh, Kansas City love can can take it to a ten. But, uh, episode oh. four specifically was enjoyable. Um, what did we give episode two? Seven point seven five. This has got to be like I'd even go as like floor is eight. Like I liked it more than that. Um, yeah. because we are getting Joel and Ellie a little bit more in tune with each other. I'd even go probably eight five eight seven five. Maybe even a full. That's where I was. Uh, yeah, I think I was like at around an eight five. I was like, it's. It's just slow on purpose just to give you time with Joel and Ellie. You Absolutely. Know? And, and I love, you know, like I, I loved it, but then the parts where it, where it ramped up, we got, you know, the Kansas City story. We just got, you know, it's, it's like the, City. yeah, it's, it's very introductory. It's it building Kansas City right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, can't quite enjoy that storyline yet, but there, I don't know, the buildup was very good. Oh, it was but really good. I'd say, I'd say, I think I'm like eight, five was my gut for enjoyment for this one. All right, um, then I'm cool. I'm cool with so, that as well. Uh, genre for all three of these, I can't go any lower than ten. Again, yeah, I think this I, is, I, I, I think the show knows exactly what it is. It's consistently doing what it's supposed to, and I, I don't think we'll get an episode that goes below a ten. I think this show is fantastic at doing what it's doing. Like it, it knows what it is, and it's never going to change that up. Um, 
Yeah, I agree with you there. I I don't want to put in the tens for the last three episodes uh, for the genre, but I'm no, I'm pretty never know. I'm pretty confident uh, that they'll they'll keep it going. But yeah, it's it's been ten every single episode, and I don't think that yeah, there's no debate there. Like that's crazy too. Like um, given that. I know it has a really distinct tone, you know, the apocalypse and all of this. It's very, it's very specific. Um, but like Game of Thrones, we don't even give tens every episode. House of the Dragon, we had one, two, three, four, five tens in the genre for the entire season. And we already passed that with these three. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Um, that, that says that. And then season one of Game of Thrones, it gets, you know, I mean, yeah, from episode five to the end of the season, we gave tens because yeah, and then the season premiere. So it, Game of Thrones, the, you know, it does a little bit better. Uh, but still, that's nuts that this is comparing to that. You know, yeah, it's like, like, that's how good this show is. That is what the comparison is. It, it is Game of Thrones in doing better than game of thrones it's nuts um, it's nuts uh but uh critically on episode four i'm mm-hmm. i'm pretty good on it um i would say it's uh floor is eight um and maybe it's just at an eight i think it's most comparable episode is episode two infected mm-hmm uh, it's doing a lot of the same stuff that episode two did just between Joel and Ellie instead of Tess and Ellie, I think is kind of the key there. Um, mm-hmm. it's a new place. It's not Boston. It's Kansas city. We're facing people instead of the infected. Like it's, uh, there's, there's a little bit more. There's, there's a lot of things that connect the two episodes, I think. And, uh, hmm. yeah, I like that. I think eight would be the, f- I wouldn't go, much higher than an eight if i'm go like it'd be eight or eight two five i'd say like it either just gets that little bump above episode two or it's the same like kind of spot on but i think they they had to do a lot more with i think it gets the bump i think it gets an eight two five uh i think the the character work with joel and ellie is fantastic in that episode i don't think we get anything quite on that level in episode two i think that tess has a few good moments uh but uh beyond that it's not it's not nearly as strong as this episode was, I don't think. Yeah. Um Yeah, I like that. If we do give it an eight two five, it brings it out to an eight nine two, so about an eighty nine. Um, I dig that. I dig that. IMDB gives it an eight four um for this We're one. A little so, kinder. All right. Um I, I don't know. It's, yeah, I guess it's the third episode of the season hey. overall. Um you know, I guess episode three, that's just a 10. I, that's, I don't know. We, we did say, I guess, I don't think we, I don't know. We'll get there. I guess we'll, we'll, get, we'll, there. Get, there. we'll get there. We'll get there. But, but, uh, um, episode five, let's do some favorites there. I've got Ellie as my character. Mm-hmm. Once again, Lamar Johnson as Henry is my performance. I've got Ellie and Sam talking to each other at the end of the night, pre the terrible, mm-hmm. no good, very bad, devastating morning. Um, very bad very very bad and i'm sorry as my line uh the heart-wrenching heart-wrenching shit i got sam as my character last minute switch that should have been probably the i don't know i like it um actually um i I should have gone with it initially so sam is my character have to go with lamar johnson as henry for the performance as well um 
And then my scene was them playing in the playground in that little school. I've been having Joel and Henry watch him. Mm. And then the line of, if you turn into a monster, is it still you inside? Fuck! From Sam. Um, I think simply because of the way this episode made me feel, it's obviously not happy. Um, but the level of emotion it evoked from me, it almost feels like it has to be a 10 on the enjoyment scale. And that's what I was going to ask, is the end... Is without a doubt, like, if you can take just that scene, it's like, yeah. But the the whole episode, I'm trying to think where we start. I mean, we get a lot in this episode. That's a big episode. Is the thing. Like, just that and that alone is enough to, like, put it at, like, ultimate. Like, that's like, oh, my God, this episode made me feel that way. That's, in, that's like, in not many episodes I, that made me feel that way. Then does the, does the other parts, yeah, do, do the other parts take it down though is what i'm asking does it I only increase so. it that's what i think, i, I like, think yeah. that like whenever you know we've get we get the standoff at the end of the episode where joel takes the sniper position after having taken out the sniper kathleen and her raiders come up we feel like they're gonna die because of that but then the fucking infected the biggest horde of infected we've seen so far comes up out of the ground we see the bloater we see the, the imagery there i mean, literally her Hubris? Is this correct? I, I don't know. Yes, hubris. Yes, her, it is yes, hubris. Yes, I love using this word. Fuck yeah. Um, but her hubris fucking distracting her from the real threat, and it is her own fault that they come out through the truck and through the fire, through the flames. Mm. Wow. Oh, that's, didn't mean to do that. Through the truck and through the fire and the flames. Um, but, um, like, it's, it's through her that they are coming out. If she didn't go for Henry, this would not have happened. This would mm. still just be a quiet neighborhood on the outskirts of Kansas City. And who, I mean, maybe the infected come out of the ground at some point. I don't know how that works. I don't even know how they drove him underground. I don't know how the fuck this big dude was made. You know, I don't know a lot of shit. So, but what I do know is that it probably wouldn't have happened this way without Kathleen. Um, and that's the thing. Yeah, that Kansas City storyline, I think it only enhances the the episode. And Henry and, and Sam's storyline is definitely a 10 for me. So I'm I'm comfortable fully at a ten for yeah. If if it's not a ten, it's a nine seven five. Like it's it's like right there, you know. And uh, And I didn't have any hesitation straight off the rip, but then you posed it like, uh, you posed the question, and you know the first half of the episode, I like it, but I'm not like floored by it. Um, You're right. Let's see. It starts. Oh. Yeah, it is It is just kind of slow building the Henry and Sam relationship. And then you get that one random dude that, like, helps them and finds food for them and then just that's dies. The doctor who, that's the oh, doctor who Kathleen kills in the episode before. Fuck! Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought that was just a random dude. Well, they because they give us what happened. Like, it's crazy because in episode four, they go up into the room. They see all the paintings, the empty cans. They'd already left. You know, like Henry and Sam had already gotten out, and uh, it he was knew cool exactly to have where they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Knew, that's the thing is he knew. Yeah, he held it down. Like he, he actually knew. I just thought he didn't. I thought they were just trying to pry any information out of him. But he, he like, knew where oh, he was. Oh my god! Wow, I did not know that was the doctor. I did. Wow, that. How did I? What? How did? Wow. Anyway, right. Even okay, I. I do think it's a nine seven five though. Okay, uh, <laughs> because of the the hesitate, like there is a little bit of hesitation there. 
there is zero hesitation if it's a 10. Um, mm-hmm. But it doesn't fall low. No. Um, it no, is... It, um, but yeah, okay. Anyway. Wow, it's the fucking doctor. Holy fuck. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same guy. But, wow, uh, I am still kind oh, of... Oh, and that's why that they're in. like, uh, is he coming back? Where'd he go? He got captured. Um, Damn it. Wow. Yeah. A lot of stuff here. A lot of stuff. Really good. Uh, but genre, we gave it a 10. Mm. Uh, critically. Ooh. Um, oh. Okay. This is interesting. It's a pretty damn good episode. Um, yeah, it is. Like, I think it's amongst the best of the season, like, no doubt. I think the floor is a nine. I think that's about what it is. Because that's what we gave episode one, um, a nine. Yeah, and I can't tell you honestly it's better. uh, It's probably about on equal footing with that. Let's see. If we give it a nine, it's a nine, five, eight, around a 96%. Uh, which is just a little bit below episode one, which I actually agree with. I th- ooh, yeah. yeah, I do agree no with doubt. that. No doubt. Yeah. I, I agree with that. It's just a little bit below episode one. They're both one. the episodes that made me cry out of terrible, terrible pain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, okay. No, I, I, that actually shaped out a lot better one, than I thought and it And the was. first one did it in 27 minutes you know yeah, like uh yeah in the first 27 like it that, that it was off the first 27 the minutes of the show it was the opening of the show fuck or not the second opening i don't know how to i don't know what to call it yeah yeah i get what you're saying old opening and then real opening i guess um but okay there we go now on to kin here we go on episode six, I've got Ellie as my character, Pedro Pascal as Joel as my performance, Joel telling Tommy to take Ellie as my scene, and uh, mm-hmm. every day I have everybody I have cared for has either died or left me. Everybody fucking except for you. So don't tell me I'd be better off with somebody else because the truth is I would just be more scared. As my line from Ellie, and I got Joel as my character as well as the performance for Pedro Pascal and. My scene was them camping in the cave at the beginning, uh, before they crossed the river, um, and then Ellie taking watch and doing all that, uh, whenever Joel falls asleep. And then my line was the very, very, uh, last line of, of Ellie wanting Joel to wake up and saying, please open up your eyes. And I'm, I don't want to try to deliver the line again because I didn't do it justice at all last time. I get you. I get you. Um, That's why I didn't even try with my Ellie line either. Bella Ramsey is incredible. With the dialogue delivery. Just absurd. But uh, uh, this one is the closest we've gotten to episode three. Uh, I'm going 10, 10, 9 something. You know? Yeah. Uh, Enjoyment. Yeah, I was like, okay. Enjoyment. Yeah, we're there. Uh, we get, like, I, I, Jackson was just so cool to see. Like, it, it's Bill and Frank, but just scaled up. You know? And, and yeah. like, your hope, your hope is just, like, that we get the next scale up. You know, you like the, you got um, the uh, reunion of Tommy and Joel, which was so nice mm. to see. Having uh, having Gabriel Luna back in the show was fantastic. Mm. I fucking love that actor, and seeing yeah. Tommy again was so nice. Hearing uh, Joel's dreams of like what he yeah, wants, you know, and yeah. Ellie being like, "If we do all of this, you know, like finally talking about it, like, hey, if we do this and we get there, like, what do we do?" And Joel at first he's like, "What do you mean we?" And she's like, "Oh, well, sorry, blah blah blah, whatever." Yeah. Um. And then I don't know. It was just it was really we got a lot of a a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff. Bonding, Joel and Ellie bonding in this episode, which mm. is and uh, man, I I don't know what's 
going on next, but but man, this cliffhanger was nuts. But yeah, nine what? I guess what nine what for critical here is I'm going nine five. Um like it's a damn, damn good episode of television. Uh the visuals were astounding. I remember I think it was specifically Joel and Tommy's goodbye. I was watching going like, holy shit, this looks fantastic. Like when they, oh. they hug and you got the sun coming in and there's kind of this like, there's something about it looking video gamey that works. Like I feel like these shots yeah. specifically were, oh, I, I haven't even played the game, but they feel like they were probably shot for shot from the video game. Uh, like, Apparently the bar that they were in whenever he broke down initially is like, or not broke, the bar that was like red and how is like mm. picture perfect in the game. Yeah. Um, and then like even the, the thing that Tommy, the jacket that he wore is mm. perfect. Like they yeah. are, it's I nuts. It. Um, how, how similar they're doing. Uh, but that, yeah, it looks fantastic. The dialogue is on another fucking level. Oh, yeah. The um, performances aren't in question here. No. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I think nine five is completely fair. It it, it, right. it was either nine five or nine seven five for me. Yeah, it wasn't. I, it wasn't nine two five. Um, wasn't yeah. question. It was nine five or nine seven five. And it does shake it out to be around a nine eight three average, which which puts it second. Um, in episode, you know, so we've we got a hundred, a ninety eight, a ninety seven, and a ninety six. <laughs> damn, um, that is that's pretty damn good. I'd have to say. Yeah, let's see. IMDb gave. Wow, IMDb gave episode five um, a nine five, critically. Wow, sorry, random abrupt sneeze there. Um, and then episode nine, it gave a nine one. Um, but I guess those could still be rolling in right now, which is interesting. Yeah, I would have would have thought that episodes this one would have be held higher, I guess. But interesting there. But uh. I don't know. I I'm curious on what do you think the finale is? Like just you know, like what like what's the finale? Do they get to where they want to go? Like is it the cure? Is it Joel dying? Is it like I'm I'm, I'm trying to think of what... I think Joel will die in season 2. Okay. Um I think he'll die in season 2. I don't know when in season 2, hmm. but I think he'll die in season 2. Um I like that. I think I think we end season one on a relatively happy note. I think they get where they're going. I think maybe we find we see that they maybe they try to get the cure going, but I think that even I think we'll end on a happy note with a threat looming. Like I think that'll be like how we uh. leave the season. Like there is something bad coming. Ooh, okay. But at least we're in a good place yes. right now. You just clicked it in my mind, I think. I think my prediction is they're going to get to wherever all this these new Firefly base is. They're going to get her blood, and then somehow it's going to, like, confirm that it's, you know, it's going to be like, yeah, this could work. You know, or they're going to be like, it's, it's, it's good. But I think the threat is gonna be the underground. I think, like, I think that that's everywhere. Mm, okay. Because it's, like, it is just plants. It is just fungi that has to grow. It doesn't just grow on the surface. It grows in caves. It, fungi grows anywhere. Right, right. And if it's spreading through the world, like, it go like, it's, it's going up in buildings. 
it's not that hard to to think that it could also go down. No, yeah, one hundred. So I think I think like people, there's like the it's like the calm before the storm. Even mm. though the storm already seems like it came through, yeah, right. It's, no, it's I like get the calm you. before the even bigger storm that the that they're about to unleash. Like I think it's going to be zomb like zombies are infected everywhere. Got you, got you. Um, and and it'll be hopefully what I want to happen is people will see every single community has failed whenever it was fascist or fedra founded you know every single time it was like that it has failed bill and frank jackson every single thing that has been founded on love and community where everyone is working together has worked it's the only thing that has worked in this world so far and i hope that that's that socialism is a charged word and we could learn a lot (laughs) it and that's that i think that's like the sad reality of it all is that like it is just the word itself it's like Obviously, if you just tell someone, world A, you are living in a population of 300 people where all of you don't work a day in your life, you just do whatever is needed of you for the time being, and you all share everything, and everything is, you know, you have no threats. World B, you live in a city where there is possible infected, and people can come in and ravage and kill you at any time, and that is kind of the power, is that you want that to happen and you want to be free. Or, or, you know, and, and possibly die. What what world would you rather live in? <laughs> I think any sane human, everyone picks world A. That's the thing. Everyone does pick world A. It is just the thought that's like, oh, that's kind of close to communism, so I'm going to pick world B because I'm American or whatever, you know. It's like, it, it's only the, the word that gets you there. It, like, mm. But the actual concept of the, the community uh, is there's, like... There's history behind it that... People associate communism with dictatorships, even though that's not what it has to be. Um, mm. Like people, people assume communism means an authoritarian rule. Yeah, I think Jackson is just the polar opposite of what Kansas City could have been. Yeah, it's like if Kathleen doesn't go a wall and on a revenge-filled, you know, journey, she, you know, they they can make something like this, um, but. I don't know. I really hope we might see like how Jackson was founded, or maybe we do get a lot more um, the before, like seeing Tommy's just, life with. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, Tommy and Maria aren't done. I'm hoping we get yeah. a lot more. I'm hoping we get a lot more with them. He's gonna uh, be a dad, you know. And yeah, there's a baby on the way. That's interesting. Um, so I don't I know. Can't, I have a tough time going. Yeah, I want to do that now in the world we live in. I cannot imagine going, yeah, I want to do that then in the world they live in. (laughs) Uh, But hey, you need hope. You need hope. And there's no one that provides hope more like the next generation. Uh, That's right. And I think that's a good way to, I think that's a good way to look at it. uh, They're trying to expand their kin. They are. We we go on for family. And once you don't have family, that's it. So you got to. Exactly. Gotta keep exactly. her going. Maybe, maybe I guess. I'd understand it more in their world. But mm. uh I think with that we will conclude this episode covering The ah. Last of Us. We will be back again in three weeks once the season has concluded. And we'll be able to talk about the season as a whole and those last three episodes. I'm very excited for that. We've got a Patreon exclusive episode coming out today. Uh patreon.com slash penny bloom pod. We're covering Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Made a little bit of a reference a few seconds ago. Uh, that you will only get if you've seen the movie. 
socialism is a charged word, but uh, yeah, that's uh, popping up everywhere from the movie. But uh, it's popping up yeah, everywhere. It is indeed. Um, so we'll have that up sometime today, maybe tomorrow. Um, we'll have another episode of Rebellion's Bloom covering the Bad Batch episodes nine and ten tomorrow. Um, the Mandalorian season one kicks off next week, so we'll be covering the Bad Batch episode eleven and Mando episode one of season three next week on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, we've got an episode on our predictions for said season of The Mandalorian. We're going to do Mandalorian Season 3 kind of expectations, predictions, kind of a recap of what has happened. Just refresher, get us a little bit excited for it, because there's so much shit getting pumped at us these days that I don't even have time to get excited for things I don't feel like. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They just hit me, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. So... You know, an episode like this will help me build my excitement for that. Um, we're also going to do a full Star Wars ranking in that episode up to this point uh, with the Bad Batch. Every animation property, every show, every movie, all of that, everything on screen will be incorporated into that ranking. It's not just the movies. I know that the movie rankings have been popping off on Twitter the last few days. Um, couldn't be more impeccable timing for us. Um so we're going to go ahead and do a full ranking with everything. Uh, that's this Thursday. And then Friday, we continue our comic book movie journey through film, where we will be joined by Blaine Razach to talk Batman 1989. And that is a very, very fun, fun movie. So mm-hmm. can't wait for y'all to listen to that. If you would, once again, head to patreon.com slash penny bloom pod for $3 a month. You can help support this podcast financially which is huge. It costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. So that would be greatly appreciated. If you would head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom podcast. Remember to leave a five star rate and review wherever it is. You might be listening. Um, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. So it was a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And remember, Peace, love, and bloom, and we keep going for family.